do it. Welcome. <laughs> you made it tough shit. Podcast puts first world problems into perspective. You made it to soft serve. You haven't made it to tough. Well, you made it it's, tough it's shit. It's a soft serve. Soft serve. Yeah. For the Chris un- is going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> we were it. having a con- We sat down <laughs> and put our headphones on, and we've been having a conversation for probably 10 minutes that might actually end up being better than what's going to be in the show. So I finally said, let's just start the fucking show. Yeah, and here we are, and here you are. We're going to do it. Thanks for coming. In this hot room. It is very warm today. It correct. is 92 fucking degrees outside. Yeah. And we are in a spare bedroom with no circulation, covered in blankets. And we're just two stinky boys to begin with. So and long it's... as our clothes stay on the whole episode. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> I'm back to wearing my regular shirt. Yeah. did an intro that I didn't do well at. We tried to do it over again. The last episode we recorded I it. it sounded pretty did good. Did you like it? I okay. think so. I just told Corey I don't listen to it. I listened to one episode a few days ago. It's the first time I ever listened to the episode of Tough Shit. I got to say, not bad. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I actually Your own it. show that you've yep. pumped out I 18 episodes of, and it's okay. Not, oh, this is ni- 19. 19, 19. Yeah. Total, yeah. 19 <laughs> total. So, yes, you've made it to Tough Shit. We're your hosts. I'm Corey. I'm Chris. And yeah. this is Soft Serve. This, this is, is a Soft our- Serve. Uh, the fun side stories, or as Chris calls it, tough shit for pussies. Yeah, if you can't handle our regular show because you're a bunch of bitches, then this is the show oh, that, for you. That's rich coming from you. I am a bitch. <laughs> I have a story about me being a bitch, but we'll get into it. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's June. Uh, it's in full swing. Well, actually, June's pretty much over at this point. Uh, summer's officially started, which is nice. Uh, in true summer fashion, everyone has been busy as shit with parties and weddings and cookouts and all other summer events you know getting poolside to show off that sexy bod of yours yeah. what yeah <laughs> i just had a sip of mineral water i don't have a pool we got a creek we got Did a you creek give me nearby. the italian sparkling water on purpose i just saw no, it. we have a case of, the... of it it's good oh okay yeah because you offered me polar seltzer or this and i just saw that no actually the out. other seltzer was uh tops brand so oh, okay that's yeah. either way it's good no we actually we we got that as a gift so Oh. Nice. Hey, speaking of gifts, Corey gave me a gift yesterday. I found it. I You said, hey, I left you something at home. I left you a shitty gift on your yes, patio table. Yes, it was a bag full of poop bags for Nugget. <laughs> nuggets, Nuggets. But she's been taking some hot shits this weekend. I oh, bet. fuck. Not like a hot I day grabbing a hot turd. <laughs> grabbing onto poop, even with a bag. But I'm getting, I'm getting better at it. <laughs> Those I, bags are so thin. There's too. nothing to it. I know. That's, that's like wiping with one piece and of I toilet paper. And I know that I'm not. Like, I know <laughs> something's getting on my hands. Because, like, they say, maybe like put that hot condensation from crap. Just it's like, just, ah. oh, it's just steaming from it. And, like, Mandy puts those little carbon things over the ends of our toothbrushes in the bathroom because yeah. she's worried about poop flecks coming out when you poop <laughs> and then going to the other side. So I got a thin bag that I'm wrapping around my hand and just getting right a hole the nuggets turd <laughs> so i'm sure that something's getting on my hands i run to the car i use hand sanitizer oh, i don't know if that awesome. really does anything or not I, I i'm sure you're fine okay you, you've been picking up turds for a solid what three months now and you're four months your hands haven't fallen off no okay good, good. um yeah so, so anyway it's june how has your june been not bad anything? actually pretty nice yeah. i know this is minus getting poop bag hot poop in your hand yeah and then okay. I was going to tell you, I'm really excited that we're doing a soft serve today, that this is our more positive show. We're going to talk about some positive stories, mm-hmm. good stuff going on. Um, I've just been getting irritated at things lately that I shouldn't be getting irritated really? about. So I've just been, yeah, I know, you? shocking. Of all so people? <laughs> this is kind of, this is, I'm really trying to refocus on just like some positive the stuff. Whole, the whole point of the show. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to... <laughs> Help it or let it better yeah. me. I will say that since we started this, I, I've tried to, yeah, better, like, try to, I, I guess, what's the phrase? Uh, walk the walk, you know? Oh, if, oh yes, if, yes. If we're yes. going to promote this show about positivity and your yes, first world exact, problems, yep, and I thought, try to stick with it. I think I talked about it last night. I don't remember. I was, a, I freaked the fuck out, what, a couple weeks ago because I got a leech on my finger. Mm-hmm. I told you that. I think yeah. I told everybody that. And then the other day, I had another one, and I had to, like, calm down. So what I did, did I, I don't think I told you this. You got a second leech. Huh? No. No, no. No, oh. not another leech. Another oh. freak out over oh. nothing. What happened? I do workouts in the living room, mm-hmm. and it's very high ceilings. Yes. So the other day, 
Mandy was home. It was like a weird time for me to do a workout. She's watching Felicity, so I had to go into the office to do my workout. And I had my kettlebell, and there's this big glass light in the ceiling right yeah, above. Yeah. And I'm an idiot, so I fucking threw that kettlebell right into the light, and it exploded <laughs> everywhere. Really? Glass walls, oh. couch, carpet, down my back. Oh. And I drew blood. I mean, just a little bit of blood. But boy, I really overreacted to it. Like, it was the worst <laughs> thing in the world. It. Like, somebody else did it to me. It wasn't me just being a fucking <laughs> moron. Finally, I calmed down. And then that. Full swing a kettlebell into your guy. Oh, yeah. Lights. Both hands. Just woo. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So I mean, yeah. that sucks, but yeah. Uh, it wasn't a big deal. I mean, I did vacuum it up. I vacuumed yeah. it up. I had to go home depot. I had to buy a whole light just yeah. to take the glass out, put it in. But my reaction to it was. Stronger than it needed Overly to be. Overly animated. Oh, I, I so, hear you. I know, like, when shit breaks or something goes wrong, God damn it. Like, what am I getting out of this fucking it's thing? It's just yeah. a freak out over yeah. nothing. I hear you. Yeah. That's, I'm, it's I'm, easy to do. I'm coming in here today in this episode with a, with a, a I'm really going to try a better attitude. Good. And I'm, That's I'm good. focused on what the purpose is of the show, which yes. is supposed to make everybody complain a little bit less, including yes. us. So that's good that you're 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 trying to focus on that this June. Get get your summer off right. Get things going good for you. Oh man, I'm warm. Yeah, it's hot. It's warm <laughs> in here. We are gonna be sweaty, stinky messes by the end of this. I was thinking about they actually wrote down a flavor profile of what my aroma is gonna be by oh, the end of this no. episode. Last night for dinner, we went to a mutual friend's house. Uh, ate uh, smoked ham and jalapeno pizza and a glass of whiskey, Ooh. and then. <laughs> This was after two days of only eating um, chicken Slovaki and Brussels sprouts oh, in God. a pita. Yeah. And then right before I came over here, I had two iced coffees and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on cinnamon bread. Your stomach and intestines will be studied when you die. I don't know. I think I do pretty good. I've been <laughs> drinking more kombucha tea. Mandy gets me yogurt. Good. That's good. Although I bought a box of yogurt the other day. Four of them were crushed, and there was oh, yogurt no. all over the place. Did you return them? I don't know. I was going to, and I got a little upset about it. And Mandy called and said, "Take a picture of it, bring them back." But I guess it's not that big a deal, so okay. I just didn't. That's all right. I think those are all my <clears throat> grievances. Well, good. So your your June's going smooth. Mine was pretty decent. Had uh, let's see, we had a wedding out of town to go to. That oh, was yeah. fun, my cousin's wedding. I uh, never fucking thought I'd actually look forward to weddings again. Kind of looking forward to weddings again. Yeah. I uh, went to a engagement bridal shower type thing out of town. Uh, well, it was for me and my For fiance. you, yes. Yeah, yeah, for, for my fancy. I think uh, we, fancy we've side been, of the yeah, we talked about that, that you're getting married on here. Right? Yeah, I am, yeah. I'll be getting married this year. It'll be fun. Uh, so, yeah, and the weather's been nice to boot for the most part. A little hot, but, yeah, June's, knock on wood, going fairly smooth. It's going been good. a great month. I'm yeah. just pleased all around. Yeah. Um, oh, real quick, I forgot. I believe last soft serve, I forgot to mention May donations. We were still doing that. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm oh, still, yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm still thinking I'm about still it. doing that. <laughs> <clears throat> I donated so, to you the other day. For, for May, I did the uh, the birthday party project because we had birthdays was the episode. Yes. Uh, which is an organization that throws birthday parties for homeless or financially disadvantaged children. Which is pretty nice. That's actually pretty nice. Yeah. Yes. And June for jobs is going to be the Micro Works Foundation. Oh fuck! It's Micro. I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Which provides scholarships and assistance toward getting jobs in the skilled labor fields, because there's enough educated idiots amongst us who need. Uh, well, we need more skilled people to keep the lights on. Somebody the water actually flowing. needs the work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that's what I'm doing for June. So those are those are the two uh, donations. I wish that somebody had kind of pushed me in that. Well, I mean, I guess the end I wish it was explained to me that it's okay to have that type of job yes. when I was yes, younger. Yes, that you can go to a trade school. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really have excelled in my professional life with the semester I took in English and theater. <laughs> yeah, that really helps your it did. current job. Yes. Yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> no, all, it's all, like all it did is it just makes me dramatic about everything. That's <laughs> yeah, all. Pretty much. It hasn't. It's probably I've probably lost money more of a detriment. Of it. Yes, <laughs> like your. If I could just shut the one, fuck up and do my work. I know one one semester of English and theater is just like, oh Lord yes. me, oh God. Everything's the same. <laughs> yeah. It's just kind of amplified. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, it's just a glow to everything. Uh, yeah, I, there sure is with you. <laughs> 
Yeah. So yeah, I wish that was explained uh, when we were younger. It, but you know, when we were younger too, it was kind of like it was almost looked down upon, which is kind of shitty. Yes. You know, like oh, the yeah. whole like, oh, you're gonna go be a. a I remember being like, you'd look at like the Bosies kids, the yeah, kids who yep. were like who, left school yeah, well, yeah, during the, the day to go to Bosies, like for the Bo- trade school. Bosies was like the trade school in our junior senior year. I don't high even school. know what it stands for. Uh. Bosies? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, it was more trade school, more hands on, and it was. It was kind of shitty because kids in school would be like, "Oh, you go to Bosies, huh? Like yeah, you're like, less or something." Will they take you on the short bus. Like, and the now funny, these guys are the probably making like eighty five, ninety thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and they fuck like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of. Yeah, and, there's a lot of friends of ours who did that and yes, are doing very well. I was smart. <laughs> and I was smart and went and got my one semester of theater under my belt. <laughs> anyway, what, All right, the, yeah, what the hell is, is what are we doing? What's the point of this show? It's, uh, yeah, this is soft serve, fun, positive. So you said you had two stories. I have two stories. I did not look to see who went first last time, so I don't care who goes this time. You so, can, but it doesn't matter. You can go if you want. How long are yours? Hey, let's rock, I, scissors, paper I, for it. Let's rock, right. scissors, paper for it. Ready? Right. As it rock, paper, it's shoot. scissors, it's shoot. It's on shoot. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ready? One, two, three, shoot. One, rock, two, three. Yeah, wait. One, two, three, shoot. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three, shoot. Oh, scissors. So you get to choose. Yeah. Um, You go first. Okay. Because I know you're a little long-winded sometimes. Okay. Listen. <laughs> what? Yes. One of these. Okay. So I had three One stories. One of these is only nine pages well, long. No. So I Single had space. I had three stories and I cut one of them out because I got done with a second one half an hour ago. I haven't proofread either one of them in what has Even become better. typical fashion. And uh-huh. speaking of <clears throat> typical fashion, um, <clears throat> I'm going to continue with what I've uh, to tamp down the positivity. I know I'm here to be positive. I know it's soft serve. It's supposed to be fun, positive, I mean, supposed to be fun. somewhat modern still- stories. I'm still going to continue with cynical titles for positive I like stories. that. It's fun. Um, okay. So point this, of the show. Fun. This first one is, uh, let's see. Uh, Corey's going to move my I'm going to move your mic for you. Why don't you? you get that in my mouth? That's better. Wow. The microphone. I'm going to cut that audio snippet out. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not. You're I'm not going to edit this. I'm going to blackmail you forever. <laughs> uh, Why don't you put that in my mouth? <laughs> Actually, this first one, you may have heard of this because apparently I've I've mentioned it to a couple people and they've known about it. Normally, I try to find something that's like a little less known. I think we mm-hmm. both do. Yeah. But this was just too good not to talk about. Okay. Um, I haven't really looked anywhere else. Actually, I think it might even be on the newest episode of Side Stories because I saw a picture of this guy on their website for the last podcast. But Oh, last podcast on the left? Yeah. But okay. I, I couldn't not do it. So the name of this story is... Uh, let's see. Massachusetts lobster diver goes for the big haul, attempts to choke humpback whale to death. I've heard about this story. Did you, like, get into it? Uh, just quick little, like, okay. news snippet of well, it. Well, I'm going to give you all of it. Let's hear it. Okay. So, Michael Packard. Oh, I thought it was Pinocchio. What? Why? Never mind. Oh, because oh, of the whale. That's right. I forgot about it. I spent so much time trying to think of what the biblical story was with the guy that gets eaten by a whale. I couldn't. I you forgot could, that Pinocchio. Totally forgot Pinocchio? Had, yes. Totally forgot about it. I even made a note to look up what the biblical story was, uh, and I can't remember. I know it wasn't Noah. Anyway. Okay. So Michael Packard, not fucking Pinocchio, a lobster diver from Provincetown, Massachusetts, was off the coast combing the ocean floor. 45 feet down on Friday, June 11th, just like it was any other lobster diving day. But it wasn't just any other day. Today was going to be a little hard to swallow. Ooh, is that some foreshadowing? Yes. Um, As I said, Michael was 45 feet below the surface diving for lobster. And that's all I know about that profession. I don't know. but I thought they just used boats, but apparently not. I I don't know. They used nets. I thought there was like lobster... Uh, cages, whatever they are. Oh, traps. That makes more sense. Well, I don't know. Um, anyway, but uh, I don't agree with it just because I think lobsters are fucking gross. They're all right. It's just, yeah, they're like giant bugs. Anything that gets served you and you have to scrape the poop out of it before you eat it, I'm good. Who was it? The uh, comedian has a phenomenal sketch on seafood. Gaffigan. Oh, have I right? heard that? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Oh yeah, we went and saw him. That was yeah. Uh huh. Okay, let's get back at it. Um, but either way, uh, here's our boy, uh, Michael, minding his own beeswax, 
scraping up armfuls of gross lobsters when suddenly he feels a huge bump and everything goes dark. Michael was later quoted as saying, all of a sudden I felt this huge bump and everything went dark. At first, <laughs> at first, um, oh, verbatim, you yes. just wrote that verbatim. Okay. Yes. That's just the same thing twice. At first, uh, Michael thought he was being attacked by a great white shark, which is known to frequent the area in which Michael was diving. Uh, Further fucking reason not to be a goddamn lobster diver. I don't understand why you would work in an area that has great white sharks. Cha-ching. Money. I guess. Yeah. Well, think about, like, how much money you're going to pay for, like, this was caught today. Fresh. Ocean table. I know I'm getting off subject, but lobster, if you're eating lobster right now, thanks for listening, but it's fucking gimmick. I don't don't understand. All right. So, everything had gone dark for Michael because he was inside of something. It then dawned on Michael that he couldn't feel any teeth. So, whatever this was that liked Michael so much that it had to put all of them in its mouth wasn't a shark. Michael figured it out. I heard that burp, and my mom's going to hear it, too, when she's going to say something. I turned away from the microphone so you didn't hear me fucking burp. (laughs) So, Michael figured it out pretty quickly from there, thinking... Quote, oh, my God, I'm in a whale's mouth, and he's trying to swallow me. Yeah, this is a, This was then followed by the thought, okay, this is it. I'm finally, I'm going to die. Michael was only half right, though. He was inside the mouth of a whale, but he was not going to die. Despite finding himself in an absurdly unlikely situation, Michael was weirdly lucky that he was slurped up by this particular whale. The hungry character in question was a humpback whale, or a baleen whale. Baleen, I guess. I... Baleen. Well, baleen. <laughs> <laughs> and despite, okay, so he was, yeah, swallowed up by a humpback whale or a baleen whale. And despite being over 60 feet long and being able to draw in over 110,000 pounds of water in a single gulp. Oh, yeah. Get that plankton. Yeah. Well, um, this whale's throat is only about four inches wide. Or sometimes closer to eight. So it's very small for the size of the whale. Mm -hmm. Far too small for a very surprised lobster diver in full scuba gear. These whales subsist on small fish and krill chewed up by their baleen plates instead of teeth. So that's why they call them a baleen whale. They're like tiny little kind of like nails that stick out inside their mouth. Um, So what likely happened here was that Michael was diving near a bait ball, which is a mass of sardines gathered in what... Looks like a large ball for protection from predators. Yeah. Uh, it unfortunately does not protect these poor little fuckers from a house-sized humpback whale, and they were just great. eat the whole thing. Yep. Just swallowed <laughs> it. Hey, up. Thanks for getting yep. together, thanks guys. For, yep. Makes exactly. it easy. It's yep. like they set it up for them. Yeah. Um, and they greedily got uh, were greedily gobbled up, along with poor Michael. Thanks to uh, Michael's scuba gear, he was still able to breathe while trapped in the male's mouth. The whale's mouth. Now. This part is, this is pretty interesting. Uh, it didn't take long for the whale to realize that there was a stowaway amongst all those sardines. A gross-ass tasting lobster diver. <laughs> Michael estimates that he was inside. What, it tastes like butter? <laughs> <laughs> was he down there with like a little bib and he brought his own his butter? butter dish? <laughs> so Michael estimates that he was inside of the whale for around 30 seconds before being expelled from its giant maw. But before throwing up this poor bastard, the humpback swam to the surface and spit Michael out in full view of his diving partner. Wow. Yes, who had been desperately looking out for bubbles that would indicate his friend was still breathing. Um, The whale disappeared back below the waves, and Michael was dragged back into the boat, safe and relatively unharmed. His only injury through the whole ordeal was a dislocated knee. Damn. Yes. Which... I'd, I'd heard the story, okay. but yeah, like the details. That's and wild. Because like, like, in all the articles, they're just like, all he had was a dislocated knee, which, I mean, relative to what happened, that's not bad at all. If I had a fucking dislocated suck. knee, I would, that would define my entire year. I wouldn't be able to get over it. I don't think about it right now. Um, uh, <laughs> it would, too. It would, too. Uh, that's it. I can't even walk anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. Life's over. I sh- uh, so... Michael went from certain death by whale on the floor of the ocean to sailing through the open air with only one working knee in under a minute. Michael is in good condition and will likely return soon to his job, kidnapping disgusting lobsters from waters patrolled from great white sharks. Uh, So that's that's just what what I thought was kind of neat. was like, so it's on the ocean floor. Mm -hmm. This fucking thing swallows him. 
or gets it in his mouth, made it to the surface and All then the spit him out. Did it say how far down he was? 45 feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was right on the ground, I guess, when it got him. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, I just thought it was so cool. I know it's, I, I'm, I'm calling it a positive story because it's one of those things like, it was a good outcome for yeah, the most part. Like, I, whale I, didn't die. He didn't die. I got to imagine that if you got eaten by a whale it's gotta and be. you're going to die, mm-hmm. and then it spits you out, and like suddenly you see the sun, and you're flying yeah. through the air, like that yeah. would probably change your entire outlook on life. I bet his nose quit growing. Hmm? Oh, fuck, Corey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just, if I... I should be so lucky. As to oh, be yeah. By, I feel oh, like man. if a whale ate me and I didn't die, I would then have a more positive outlook. That's life. good. So. I, I think a whale should eat you. You should go bait yourself up and hop in the Atlantic. Well, I mean, if I was going to die, if you were a fortune teller and you said, <laughs> hey, do you want to know how you're going to die? I'd say no, because I don't want to. Because if, if you That's... told me I was going to die at 95, like in my sleep, I'd still be terrified until I was 95. <laughs> But if somebody like your said, 95th birthday comes, you're just like, son of a bitch. This is it. This is it. <laughs> Every day of you being 95, today's the day. Every day from now, from 36 to 95, I'd be terrified. <laughs> but if somebody said I was going to be eaten by a whale, that was going to, yeah, how I was going to die, <clears throat> that's pretty cool. That'd be all right. Yeah. No, that's good. That was a good, uh, good tale. Yeah. I like that. I like, I, like I said, I did hear it, but I didn't know the the details. So now you do. Now I do. I have a story if you'd like to hear it. Nope. Well, fine. No, I, guess I do. Over. I really do. Done. Fucking asshole, you know. No, I like All listening right. to you because I like listening to a put together person. Oh, All their scripts. It allows you to catch and your breath as yes. well. Yes. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Sorry, this first story here. Here we go. I'm sure you've heard the phrase if it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Well, my friend, I'm here today to inform you that there is hope that your days of being a sad, miserable, unlucky sack of shit can now be reversed. Is this toward me? This is toward everybody. Okay. You will no longer have to complain about some guys having all the luck. And after hearing about today's tale, you might be able to finally join the elite group of folks who have a horseshoe shoved up their ass. Figuratively speaking. I I think there's a kink.com thing for that. There probably is fucking hor- horseshoe shaped <laughs> dong like who's lucky <laughs> fuck all right now this story this story is a little older but i believe it still holds up to this day back in the late 90s and early 2000s a psychologist by the name of richard wiseman conducted an experiment in the uk revolving- did he change his name to that or is that just that was his that's what it is richard wiseman it's kind of typecasting isn't it uh, why why he's a psychiatrist because he's a wise man. Yeah, I, I know. Okay. Wise man. All right. It is. Well, is. I'm sure everybody picked up on that. I just had to point it out. I picked up on it as soon as I typed it. Okay. Yeah, he's a wise man. <laughs> who's a, who's a I'll shut the fuck up for a minute. In the, all right. He did an experiment in the UK revolving around luck. The study was on how luck affects certain types of people, be it from chance encounters, lucky breaks, or being in the right place at the right time. Uh, Richard, well, advertisements were taken out by Richard in several major newspapers throughout England, looking for various people who viewed themselves as lucky or people who felt they were mostly unlucky. Through this campaign, Richard was able to round up about 400 volunteers from various backgrounds, sexes, and ages, with the youngest being 18 and the eldest being 84. Through various experiments, Richard discovered that luck was a more explainable phenomenon than one might think. For example, in one experiment, both sets of people, lucky and unlucky, were given a newspaper and asked to count the number of photographs throughout. On average, the unlucky group would spend several minutes frantically counting pictures as they flipped through the pages, while the lucky group would only need to spend a few seconds <coughs> a few seconds looking at it, then quickly setting the paper down. This was due to the fact that on the second page in large type, the words stop counting there are 43 pictures in this newspaper, was written. Yeah. No shit. So they're just paying attention. Yeah. With this and other focus-based experiments having been done, it was determined that unlucky people were generally more tense, anxious, and in a rush than lucky people. Sounds kind of familiar. Well, I'm tense, anxious, and always in a rush. But yeah, and you're, and you're unlucky, too. I right? don't know. It's a... <laughs> so, okay, I'll this, wait. this led to the conclusion that when people... 
get over-focused on one thing, they tend to miss the opportunities that are right in front of them. The old saying of, you couldn't see the forest through the trees comes to mind. Uh, This study would go on for several years, utilizing various types of experiments to weed out lucky versus unlucky mindsets and habits. The keywords there being mindsets and habits. Richard found that once people started to change some of their negative thought processes and change certain habits, they could quite literally create their own luck. For a portion of the experiment, a group of the volunteers uh, were put into a quote-unquote luck school where over the course of a month, they were asked to perform a series of exercises designed to help them think and behave like a lucky person. The exercises given to them would help them spot chance opportunities, listen to their intuitions, expect to be lucky, and be more resilient toward bad luck. At the end of the luck school, 80% of the volunteers felt even more lucky, of the lucky volunteers felt even more lucky, and the unlucky volunteers finally felt lucky for once in their lives. Kind of like the time Chris didn't have toenails fall off his wretched feet for a whole month. Pure luck. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I just had to work. I, and it's been a while. I know. I'm looking, actually, as you've been so talking, pretty I'm listening, I've been looking at your toenails underneath uh-huh. the table. Uh-huh. Pretty remarkable. They're pretty average toenails yeah, I have just, here. They don't stand out. I, I only have to clip them every couple weeks. It's not bad. I don't really have to clip them. I just brush them. <laughs> a, a hard they breeze will up, take yeah. care of them. <laughs> so the big takeaway here is that being lucky is more of a state of being than an actual imaginary force. Now, yes, luck and unexpected chance events do happen for people, but most of the time, Your intuition and outlook on things is what determines how lucky or unlucky you are. Uh, A few quick techniques a person can use to change their luck are, one, uh, respect your hunches. Lucky people tend to be interested in how they think and feel about various options given to them. Now, that's one I personally use a lot in life, the whole, uh, what are my options? Yeah. Like, you ask yourself, if something comes up in front of you, like, well, what are my options? You know, and you... Yeah, we can look at it, like, this, this, or this, and then... Take the where best course of action. Exactly. Where yes. is each decision going to take you? Yeah. Uh, two, break your routine. Unlucky people tend to stay in a shit, miserable rut and not change their habits or mindsets. Shake it up a little bit and you may come across unexpected opportunities. Three, ditch the negativity. Unlucky people try and focus on, or okay, yeah, ditch the negativity. Lucky people try to focus on the positive, even in a shitty situation. You might get in an accident and break your wrist, but then make a statement, you know, you only broke your wrist, thank God I didn't break my neck. I got eaten by a whale, Yeah, but at least he spit me back out. Yeah, glass is half full kind of mentality. Exactly. And that, my friend, is how luck mostly works. I like that. Yeah. So pretty much, yeah, it's a mindset. Yeah. I mean, I've heard the phrase, make your own luck, and there's a lot to that, absolutely. But I like the idea of breaking your routine. Yes. And that does lead you to then try other things, too. I mean, we... Just, for example, deciding to start a podcast. I mean, same fucking thing every day. We're finally like, you know, fuck it. We're going to try something different. Yeah, fuck yeah. Why don't we actually do it? And here we are. And and, and since then, and just add to the last few years, we've, I don't know, we're saying yes to more things, traveling a little more, just going to, I go to a destination wedding in December. I never go to a destination wedding. I went to one destination wedding. <laughs> this is big wedding. for you. It is. It's huge. Oh, yeah. You were my date. The destination oh, wedding. Never mind. I've been to two destination <laughs> weddings. I went to a wedding with you where uh-huh. I had sushi. And you were I my hated plus it. one. And then later in life, I liked sushi. It's, I don't know where this is okay. going. But, yeah. Oh, uh, luck. Breaking your routine. Doing something different. Yes. Shaking it up a little bit. Get I on a say, plane. <clears throat> it was funny. We, uh, my my fiance and I went for a walk yesterday. And while we were walking, I can't remember. Something happened. And she ended up like, was she was moving something or situating something with her. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. She dropped her water bottle. And she picked it up. And while she was like looking down, like moving her water bottle, she spotted something on the ground and was like, Oh, no. Saw a ring. Thought it like her ring fell off. Looked at her hand. Her ring was still on. Boom. Gold ring laying on the ground. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we scooped that baby up. Oh, so you're not... This no one, one was around. This isn't one of those reward stories. This isn't something like where you like... I guess we were lucky and found a gold ring. Okay. All because right. Well, I mean, she so dropped a bottle the- and... 
But you can because also she say, was looking so down. Obviously, a, a negative, unlucky person lost that ring. <laughs> They're probably home right now, feeling pretty bad. It was <laughs> the ring's pretty jacked up. Like the stones had fallen out of it. It looked like it'd been run over by a bunch of bikes. If so. any of our listeners are missing a ring that may have been run over by several bikes, uh-huh. come to Corey's house. He has it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't come to where I live, please. But yeah, we found a ring. There was no one, like I said, there was no one around. Like, if there was someone we had just seen fall or something, but no, nothing. So I, yeah. I like that. that, that I, I enjoyed but this. Luck, very, yeah. yeah. There, there's Break your routine. Do some different stuff. Yeah, I'm shake gonna, it up. Think a little differently. That, I'm going to get some edibles before we go on the plane. Because <laughs> last time. Have, have you, like... Have you dabbled with edibles no, before? No, I gotta try them. You first. should probably oh, do yeah. that before. We got a friend who's gonna give me some of them. Try them, <laughs> but because the last time I got on a plane, I drank a sh- shit ton of gin and I felt horrible <laughs> afterwards. So yeah. I'd rather not do that this yeah, time. Yeah, I, I don't do drugs or anything, but like everyone I know who like smokes or drinks or anything, like they say, you should probably get a little experience before you. Just, <laughs> I can see you eating a whole pot brownie. No, that's I'm gonna just try to getting avoid that. High as fuck and standing in line to like. This kid's clearly on drugs. You get the deep search. Well, I know, I know not to do that. I'm terrified of doing that. I've always told you a story about with my, uh, uh, oh, my brother used to work when they were out on the road and oh, they were staying in a hotel with his, the all these, yeah. his uh, uh, coworkers, and the one kid left all the pop brownies in the fridge, and then they went back to get them, and like it was a whole to do because one of the maids went in and she they couldn't find her. They finally get in there. She's just passed the fuck out on the floor. So now I know you don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. So, all right. Do you have another? Story? I do. Yeah, this okay. one's even shorter. Instead okay. of drugging a maid. Okay, here we go. a maid. She had bad luck. Yeah, or just. It was just a bad decision. I wouldn't even call it. Up. I wouldn't She's have just, done that. No, if you were no. a maid and walked into a I would cleaning eat, a room, I, I would eat any food left behind. No, no, I don't like it when people offer me food that I haven't. Like I don't know them. <laughs> I don't know. I get yeah. real touchy. I told you some guy at work the other day hugged me. No, it wasn't. Did I tell you? No, I no, told. You I didn't, didn't tell, tell you that. that. I told Derek that. <laughs> I don't. Know. I'm confusing all my friends. Uh, all three of them. Yeah, all this four. Ma- yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> Listen to me. Can you imagine? I had three friends. Um, a man hugged me, uh-huh. and I didn't like it. <laughs> and it's not because he was a man. I just don't always like being touched. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess for people you don't know, like getting an awkward hug. Yeah, you know, whatever. whatever. But either way, I <laughs> I have <laughs> I have a second story. Let's hear it. Okay, so this one is also cynically titled. Okay, okay. <laughs> I fucking had a stretch for this one. <laughs> Something positive, make okay. it negative, yeah. <clears throat> uh, leftist, quote-unquote, scientists force yet another vaccine on a large population against their will. Wow. Yeah. Uh, would, you, would you get that off the, the QAnon website? <laughs> <laughs> or what's the other bullshit, One America? Or... I don't know. Okay, no. Uh, okay. Take your so, pick. So anyway. Uh, this one is, let's start it. I'm going to move the boom from a microphone so you don't have to do it. Oh, okay. Good job. Uh, bees are arguably the most vital pollinator on the planet. But it's no secret that the bee populations have been struggling to survive for years now. Um, amongst numerous other threats, regular exposure to pesticides is a very real threat to colonies of bees. Okay. In particular, when bees are exposed to a pesticide, and I'm going to mispronounce this, Six times throughout this. A uh, pesticide called uh, malathion, the survival rate is 0%. The likelihood of ceasing the use of pesticides is also somewhere around 0%. But a student from Cornell University may have come up with an invaluable tool for bees who are exposed to malathion and other pesticides. Have you heard this? Yeah, he invented knees, right? What? Yeah. Oh, bees' knees. No, I don't <laughs> want you to listen. You're... Have you heard this? No, I don't I have... need you to hear both of my stories no. before I started them. So anyway. I have not. I have not heard anything about bees' knees. I didn't put my glasses on. Hang on. I see a squinting. There we go. James Webb, the Cornell student, um, has invented a pollen-sized microparticle that neutralizes pesticides as the bee ingests them. It's a vaccine for bees. Wow. Yes, it's a very time-appropriate story. Yeah. Um, yeah, because everyone's all... getting the poke. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. The, the bees are getting the, the poke. That COVID anti-mask bees. bees, and then the masked bees, and then the conspiracy <laughs> theorist bees, and now yeah. they can all just get along. Yeah, if you get stung, you get COVID. Anyway, oh Christ. <laughs> Um, it's, so, yeah, it's a vaccine for bees. Uh, typically, when a bee is exposed to a pesticide, the pesticide travels to the bee's brain and kills the bee. A bee that has been given Mr. Webb's new bee vax, um, and how do, they get, how do they get it into the little guy? Mm. None of your bee vax. Oh, that was good. Yeah, thanks. That was good. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, so a bee that has uh, been given Mr. Webb's new uh, bee vaccine is now equipped with the aforementioned microparticle that contains an enzyme that enters the digestive system of a bee and breaks down the malathion, or whatever the pesticide may be, uh, before it makes it to the little guy's brain and kills his ass. The bee then shits it all out without a second thought. Right on. That's fucking cool. That's pretty neat. Uh, this is obviously a godsend to uh, beekeepers who struggle to keep the population of their own colonies on the up and up. Uh, but what about wild bees? I know you were going to ask that next. I, that I was. Uh, <clears throat> Webb is already developing a variant for wild bees as well, lending the hope to the question, can bees continue to survive alongside humans? In addition to this new variant, and this is pretty fucking cool, um, Webb and his team have begun injecting an oil into the current vaccine for the domestic bees that traps the pesticide in ti- inside the tiny drop of oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that after being shipped back out, the pesticide is essentially rendered harmless and cannot be ingested again by another bee. No shit. So like, um, so yeah. you cover that little guy in 10W30 and he'll be good to go. Well, it just it like traps it. <laughs> oh, anyway. Uh, no, don't do that. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you're just picking you're up. Supposed to, yeah, <laughs> don't you're dump motor oil. No, you're supposed to put a fire out. Side and then the smoke gets them away. Okay, my dad did that. Oh. He had a bunch of bees in the shed. I mean, he spent a whole day like smoking them this out. This little fire going outside of the door oh just so he gets some smoke in there. Yeah, um, bee spray. See ya. But no, it is uh, it is working. So so far in trials where bees are vaccinated and then exposed to uh, malathion, one hundred percent of them have survived. Wow. Yes. Um, so uh, speaking of, I know. I have a couple of suggestions for podcasts we'll do at the end, but I have to right now just see what you think because I'm always pitching new podcasts mm-hmm. that I want to do with you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, that, that we probably won't do. Uh, but speaking of bees and shit, <clears throat> uh, I thought of a, a, a new podcast called um, – well, I won't tell you what it's called. So here's the premise. Okay. You and I mm-hmm. are going to buy a bunch of bees, and we're going to – I already start, don't like that idea, but go on. We're going to start a bee colony mm-hmm. outside. And then we're going to do a podcast where we drink mead and we talk about bees. Mm-hmm. And we're going to call it Buzzed. Ah, that's pretty good. Huh? What do you think? I that All that comes into yeah, mead because you make out of honey, right? Out of honey. Yeah. You want to do it? Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't. But no, that's pretty cool. I thought that was a really neat story. Yeah, I, I, that's fun. It makes sense that they would be trying to uh, create countermeasures for... Cause, yeah, yeah, exactly, because... Obviously, pesticides aren't going to stop. This is something no, that's just, no. The, yeah, this is the way we farm. This is just going to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with their popular, and it is not being a fucking hippie here. But yeah, bees are obviously dying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think we need more bee-related podcasts to help out. Not to help. That's doing your part. No. So if they're going to be ingesting <laughs> pesticides anyway, at least yeah. this could render them. Yeah, well, it won't yeah, hurt them. Up. No, I'm, I'm cool with that. No, that's neat. That's, that's all cool. I got. Nice. Well, I have a second story if you'd like to hear it. I do want to hear and it. I'm looking. We're still doing pretty good on time, so this is going good. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, th- I think 38, 39 minutes. Something. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's that, that keep gives, it going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to give you a solid 10 minutes to just crank your mouth right up. Oh, my God. I'm sweating my ass off. In <laughs> you here. should see him. He looks like he ran a fucking marathon. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can feel the shine. I can see the glow from my head into the computer and back again. Wait, you're so shiny, it's reflecting off the blankets. Holy hell. (laughs) (laughs) All right. In the theme of sticking with stories that are a little bit older, let's travel back to 2009. The U.S. and many parts of the world were still dealing with the worst days of the recession. BlackBerry smartphones were still sought after. Women were obsessed with Michelle Obama's arms. 
Chris was still working at his rent-to-own job repoing cockroach-infested furniture, and people were trying <laughs> to keep their heads up the best that they could. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> During difficult times like this, <clears throat> people often need an escape from the BS that's going on. And what better way to break the monotony of dealing with a garbage economy and high joblessness than to go and see some live music, have a drink, and cut loose for an evening. And that's what we're going to hear about today. One area of the world that was taking a hard hit from bad times was Puerto Rico, where due to a $3.2 billion deficit, the government decided that it needed to make some serious cuts to balance their budget. And in early September, it was announced that almost 17,000 government employees would be losing their jobs in early November. But there was one Latin American icon who wasn't going to let the bad times continue to roll for Puerto Rico. Mark Anthony. Nope. You want to guess again? Um, uh, you won't. But I don't know any other ones. <laughs> you only Shaggy. Shaggy. Nope. I think he was Jamaican. No, I think he might have just be straight American. Anyway, that's all I got. Welcome today's hero, Gloria Estefan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gloria was slated to perform a large concert in Puerto Rico that October, and hearing the news about all the soon-to-be unemployed workers she decided to step up and try to do something to raise people's spirits. Using her own money, she went on to uh, purchase the remaining 2,000 tickets for her upcoming concert, valued around $80,000, and donated all of them to the various government agencies to be given out to their workers. The multiple agencies throughout Puerto Rico set about raffling off the tickets to all their workers, all soon-to-be unemployed workers, which went fairly smooth. The employees received their tickets and got to go and enjoy an evening of music and dancing all on Gloria's dime. Even though the chance for a free concert uh, free concert ticket wasn't a replacement for losing a job, it was at least a nice little morale boost for some of the future layoffs. This is a great example of taking a break from whatever you may be dealing with in life and putting the things you can't control on the sidelines just for a little bit. Uh, people need to just get a little distraction and have a little fun every now and then, even when things suck, or especially when things suck. Just try not to make a habit of ignoring your problems by sucking down rum and doing the conga on a daily basis, or you'll wind up like Christopher. The end. I, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't drink rum. Or do the conga. Or do the conga. <laughs> so yeah, it was just a fun little story of, That's very I nice. didn't hear that, like, you had a theme for like older. St- oh no, that wasn't. But I guess it would be of uh, early two thousands like rock shows. Didn't you do a Jada Pinkett Smith uh, story last a couple, year? Yeah, or last right, uh, soft serve. Yeah, soft serves ago. I, yeah, I think May's soft serve. That's that's a very nice story. Yeah, I, don't I, know I wanted I, something cool. Like we were talking earlier, I had no idea what your stories were, and instead of just texting you saying give me a rough idea, I'm like fuck it, I will pick something that is. Uh, you know, 15, 20 yeah, you years old. Me and said, you stay away from Gloria Stefan. Don't I you said, touch Gloria, <laughs> you filthy rat <laughs> bastard. She doesn't like Italians. Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wild claim. Yeah, now you're just making accusations. Poor Gloria Stefan. Uh, yeah, Gloria Stefan. This you're a show gets, gets popular, and then all of a sudden they're rooting back through the old episodes like, Listen to what Chris had to say about Gloria Stefan. She oh. hates the Italians. <laughs> yes. So speak canceled. Of, of Chris is canceled. And yeah. making a po- can this this actually plays into uh, I have another idea for a podcast. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about this. I know it. I don't know if I call it positive, but uh, you rocked my fucking world Friday when you told me about John Cena. Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. I've been so excited <laughs> about Suicide Squad. I watch every time a new trailer comes out. I put my headphones on and I watch it again. And the newest one, John Cena is talking about a butthole. And I was really excited to watch it. I'm still excited to watch it. And then Corey tells me, you mean John China? <laughs> <laughs> I read a whole article last night about it. Oh, really? So about the, him simping on China? So Corey told me. Hey, can you do me a favor, actually? Perhaps. Can you look up the, who was it, a president of China? Boy, I sound like a fucking moron. Who runs China? I can't pronounce his name, but the dude who looks like Winnie the Pooh. And if you have any oh. Winnie the Pooh stuff, he, like, throws you in the gulags. No shit. Yeah. If you don't mind looking up his name, because this right. is going to be paramount to the podcast I'm going to suggest. So for the uninitiated, John Cena. 
American wrestler uh. and actor. Apparently said that Taiwan wasn't a country. Who gives a fuck? So then he went out and apologized for it, all in Mandarin Chinese, mm-hmm. which I kind of think makes him a bitch because <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope John Cena doesn't listen to this. He's Maybe a big he man. does. He would punch a hole I in your face. But I'm gonna risk it. Yeah. Um, because I'm, I'm sure we, the studio is like, we are not paying you the hundreds exactly. of millions of dollars unless you apologize. All of China watches the fucking Fast and the Furious. And if, boy, you didn't think you were going to get to hear a white guy scream about China on this podcast today, did you? <laughs> Especially coming from you. I know, and I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> like, yeah, really. It just his, irritates. His name is, all right, it's it's XI, like Z. Z? Okay. Okay. Uh, J N P I N G Jinping. My point I don't is know. if a Chinese man got on the like state sponsored Chinese Twitter and said that Texas isn't its own country, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Uh, whatever. I, whatever. <laughs> I just I don't know. The apology just a little bothers much. me for some reason. Yeah. It's a fake apology. So I came up with a podcast. I'm gonna do with John Cena. I haven't run it by him yet. <laughs> I, I got a hunch he's going to say no, but go on. Okay, so I'm going to call it It's Not Goodbye. I'll be Cena. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. That uh, doesn't really play much into the podcast. I mean, pretty much that just means like he'll be back again. Uh-huh. So the idea of the podcast is that John Cena writes a fake apology to me each week, and then he uh, reads it in a different language. Oh, okay. Yes, because it was that... Or, like we were talking the other day, we could do like one night in China, like the China porn. <laughs> one but, night in Cena? We do one yeah. night in Cena. So I said, we could do one night in Cena where China fucks John Cena. But then you said, China's dead. Yeah, so the, that the one night work. in China, China has died. So I yes. thought we could do a porn with John Cena called One Night in Cena. And it's where, what is it? Xi Jinping <laughs> Xi has Jinping. sex with John Cena. <laughs> Well, he apologizes to him in Mandarin Chinese. So one, I, you I do, like that's that's a straight South Park pitch right there. Like that's oh yeah, yeah, that would work. Yeah, that would that would have been on their banned in China episode. So I, either one, I mean, whether it's gonna be it's not goodbye, I'll be Cena, or one night in Cena. <laughs> John Cena, get a hold of me because obviously Chris wants I know to film what I'm a doing. dirty movie with you. We're producing a fucking podcast. I think I can take care of, you know, just a short, tasteful film with John Cena and the guy that looks like Winnie the Pooh from China. You are just a... I man. had to say something. I'm sorry. Like, it I, bothered you that yes, much? Yes. Like, I, I don't give a shit. I wrote down, don't forget to mention John Cena. I also... Oh, can I have one more thing? You talk about whatever. I, I know you like talking, so let her rip. Okay. So I also have... Boy, my notes are getting better. I have right here, mention my shorts. I'm wearing short shorts today. And yeah, his balls are straight hanging out. It's disgusting. <laughs> we, got, we got stickers. Oh, yeah, we have stickers. That's like yeah. our fucking equivalent of being like, we got a merch store now. But we don't. We do not have a merch store. But we have a bunch of stickers. We have a stickers. Corey, I donated some money to Corey for the <laughs> stickers, though he paid for most of them. Yes. Um, Just been giving them away. So... If you're listening to this and you want one, send a DM on Instagram and I'll mail you one. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, get... and if you're listening to this, you know, years later, they're probably all gone. No, and we'll have even we better might stickers have. In the yeah, we might we'll have, have a merch, merch store. store. Yeah. Well, Squarespace will be sponsoring us, or Serta uh, mattresses. Adam and Eve selling the latest copy of One Night in Cena. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We ever fucking make it. We got Patreon subscribers. That can be what we can do. We'll give them free copies of the uh, Corey and Chris produced One Night in Cena on Blu-ray. No, none of that is happening. Maybe Chris, maybe Chris will do it. Uh, I, okay, so yeah, on that note, if you do want a sticker, we're yeah, at, I'm being yeah, serious. We at TS stickers. Podcast Official. And we will send you a free sticker. We'll mail you a sticker. Put it on your car. Put it on a yes. stop sign. And then post something and tag us in it and tell your friends. Because we just, yeah, people, because we have fun. See this thing, I, I put mm-hmm. one on my car. Yeah. Well, think about the, the girl you drove by who had the sticker. I was thinking about her. Uh-huh. That's so fucked up that you said that. Because today I'm like, what if I put it on my car? And then I pass the girl 
uh, with the I Heart Fart sticker. And then she sees Tough Shit Podcast. And, and listens. She, and she's like, oh, I love podcasts. Oh, my God. They were talking about me. Yes. And I ignored and then, that creepy looking Italian guy staring at me. <laughs> yeah. The shiny man. The shiny, the shiny man. man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, get a hold of us. We'll give you a sticker or two or three or whatever you want. Yeah. We'll and, hook you up. Uh, put them up. Tell your friends. All that. I think I went through all my notes. Yeah, I got I my stories, got, got my notes, Get talked some... about donations, let's see. I'm feeling fucking good about it. Yeah, it is warm in here. Yeah, I'm ready to get the hell out of here. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're we're getting toward the end, which is good. How do you want to how do you want to outro this episode, Christopher? I was still going to do my Mel Gibson uh still, have you have no, you got it done I yet? Yeah, no. I did it again for my parents the other day. Okay. The, the, I'm not going to do it today. We're going to okay. give it two more. No, one more full episode. Mm-hmm. Next stop, sir, I'll be ready with my uh, Mel Gibson and his native Australian mm-hmm. pitching the Passion of the Christ. Yeah, that'll any this of our Aussie listeners will love that. Huh? Aussie? Aussie. Oh, Aussie. Australian. Aust- I don't no, think we have any. Do you know the name of, uh, wait, what's the name of their continent? Australia? Yeah. <laughs> no, what it's. Do you, what do you mean? I believe Australia is, the continent is named something completely different. Well, it probably is. I'm sure a bunch of fucking white people renamed it. Do you see that they? Uh, um, there's now a fifth sea. Have you been Where? reading about that? The Southern Sea. So this is, uh, yeah, what down? Was it Antarctica? Right. They mm-hmm. uh, they've determined that. I guess for a long time they've said that this is technically like it's its own sea because the weather, like the temperature and tides and all that, are so different. But yeah, now there's a fifth sea called the Southern Sea. Really? Yeah. Do they have like you know? Oh, you're Kentucky Fried Chicken oh, and Rebel Flags and stuff. Christ, they're boy. pretty cool. I'm trying to tell you something fun and scientific. <laughs> Don't ask me any more questions about it, though, because I didn't read the whole thing. Uh, what the hell's the name of it? I'm looking. I'm trying to look it up here. Well, you're doing that. You want to get better luck? Fucking add luck attributes to your... Uh, that's a, I was going to tell you that's a D&D thing. That's what I was going to tell you. What? That dude wrote a book about luck. If you, oh, yeah, he okay. went on to, to uh, do a book on his findings called The Luck Factor. So if you want to learn more about that, uh, Richard Wiseman, The Luck Factor is a okay. book. Okay. I or, bet that's pretty neat. If you're playing Divinity Original Sin 1 or 2 and you want to find more shit when you're digging around on the beaches, just add to your luck attribute. No? No, Getting maybe. No luck from you at all. I'm now, trying to I, find this. I'm going to sound stupid, but I don't remember the name of it. What, the book? Know. No, this continent. I'm over it. I'm already over it. We got to end this motherfucker. We're trying to end it, and I'm looking at dumb shit. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. One more episode without an actual ending. As but usual. We're going to get there. You want a sticker and have a su- If you have a suggestion on how to end the show, we'll give you two stickers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Let us know. All right. Again, thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. A couple weeks, we got a full episode coming. Very excited about it. Uh, July, yeah, I have a full episode, and then we'll do a soft serve. Uh, should be going good. Uh, other than that, tell your friends, tell your family. Hodge kids, hodge wife. You don't know that. No, you don't know internet things. No. Okay. Okay. People Is it who know IGN or Game Informer. Probably like a decade ago, maybe. Okay. Nope. <laughs> it's a very old internet thing. <laughs> and yeah, you want a yes. sticker, or if you lost a gold ring, it's they're all at Corey's house. No, they're not. <laughs> so I don't know what we're doing. This gold ring, it's sitting here. It's all mangled. But all right, thanks for listening. Check us out at TS Podcast Official on Instagram, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye, everybody. Bye for now.